I'm now at 40 something. I have a wife, I have two kids. I cannot afford to leave and I hate my job, but I cannot afford to take any pay cut because if I move into a different industry, I will start from scratch. So without a doubt, you can see it in his face, regretted not trying something a lot younger because he was chasing excellence. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Welcome back to Wise and Shine. I'm your host, Reggie, a.k.a. Your Chief Financial Coconut. And I'm Dawn, Budget Babe. So I know on this whole channel, Wise and Shine, we've been talking about personal growth, personal development, and excellence. But today, we're going to deviate a little bit and talk about being average. That's why we get the most average guy in the world. <laughs> Thanks, so guys. mean. Thank you. I did not say that. Okay? But <laughs> this is not Mr. Average, so let's introduce him. Hey, folks. Rakesh here. Uh, well, you've seen me in you know TFC market updates and a few other things with TFC. I am a salesperson uh, for a tech company. Also, now you're taking on the I'm a salesperson for a tech company. I mean, you told me to say that, right? Yeah. So. No, I never. I never. Scripted. Not all become my Tai Chi. Everything my problem. Not all my problem. Cancer. Cancer. Actually, he started taking on the after that episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, today we want to spend a little bit of time to talk about a topic that has been on the topic sheet for a long, a long, long, long time. Long time. I think since the very beginning, very beginning which was yeah. when White and Shine first started. Yes, yes, yes. So wow. it's like the genesis of the of the podcast. <laughs> we really, we really dug deep for this we one, right? Really yeah. really <laughs> today we're gonna to talk about the topic that um personally it bothered me for a long time, right? And the topic is Will you regret being average? I think not just you. Mm. A lot of people probably struggle with that question as well, but yeah. don't want to publicly admit mm, it. Mm, so mm. if that's you guys, then this ep- um, today's episode is for you. Yeah, yeah. Must like, share, subscribe. The, the, the genesis of today's episode was, I think there was a point in time in my life that I was trying to ask myself, like, is it okay that if you end up average, right? Like I talk to myself, like, I'm one of those people, right? So uh, <laughs> don't like that, right? So then it, it, made, it, it swung, right? Sometimes it was like, oh, yeah, okay, like, okay, average, never mind. Like. Sometimes it's like, cannot, like, why are you average, right? You know, blah, blah, blah. So it was like a back and forth, back and forth. I eventually settled on this idea that I will not regret being average. I will regret if I never tried to be outstanding. Because mm. being average is an outcome. Eventually, mm. whatever happened, happens. Like it or not, I will take it. I may not love it, but I will not you regret will it. it. I will accept it. But I will regret if today or as, as, as soon as I was conscious about these all these complex things, that I never push myself to be outstanding. Right? So, so essentially, I laid the ground that the uh, the opposite of average is outstanding. Mm. Now, of course, there's the other side, which is below average. Huh? That's a different discussion, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. so, so yeah, what, what what is your take? Will you regret being average? I definitely will regret. Really? Yeah, but I, I had so to... So definite. Let me, let me colour it a little yes, bit, please. okay? So my view is that I will regret being average, be- especially if I... Not just because I tried or didn't try, but because deep down, I believe that I can be outstanding. Jing, jing, jing. Yeah. <laughs> So you have to get an average person to counter this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I believe it's all in the mind. 
Okay. And, oh, okay. and that really comes from my background, my childhood. Please share, um, if you don't mind. So, you know, I think we all grew up in the same era where Adam Koo taught a lot in our schools, right? Remember something that really struck me back then? I was in primary school. Well, this exercise where we can we can all do it together if you guys want. Let's all try now. You put your hand in front. Which okay. hand? Never mind. Any, right any, hand. Don't be okay. an idiot, okay. right? And you just swing it to your maximum. Okay. Okay, now you feel and take note of where it is. Huh? So now then, let's move back again. Mm -hmm. Alright, now close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Imagine you went, you can now go even further. Visualize in your mind your hand going even further than where it, it was previously. Okay, and now without opening your eyes, put your hand out again and then move it again to your max. Cannot, my torso too tight. Okay. <laughs> The cupboard in the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I can see yours move a cannot, little bit. Cannot. Oh, he cannot, but I think that's because his mind is blocked. Yeah. You just refuse to do the exercise. Because <laughs> he hates Adam Koo. I can say as a kid, doing that exercise was just like wow for me. Mm. Because it made me realize, hey, I can achieve anything I want mm. just by visualizing it. And oh. then of course must work lah. Yeah. Right? Oh, so oh. That transformed my entire perspective on life. Mm, or, you, or you could be that um, another awakening is that you as a kid, you don't know a lot of things. Mm. <laughs> you know, but at that point in time, this would have wowed you, right? Yeah, so, yeah, so it I was. Totally, and I was young, I, enough, right? I was in primary school. Yeah. And that cemented my belief in myself ever since. That By I doing that, be, you are extraordinary? No, you that, could be that outstanding. showed me that I can be okay. outstanding. Okay. And I can right. say for sure, ever since that breakthrough, right? All the other accomplishments I've had in my life has been a lot more smooth sailing. Serious? I think it's a hmm. mindset. Okay, then I must join. Uh. It's a mindset My life thing. not so smooth sailing. <laughs> Always pretty hard, right? Wow, like story <laughs> like that. Really, really. Yes. And like, okay, I, I didn't really, I shared this only with the closest people. Hmm. But, you know, I was always an average student. Mm. And I always thought like, yeah, la, I'm just average. La. I'm not the smartest. You know, all my ranking, all average. If the class got 40, uh, I'm like 20 or 21. You know, mm. average, la, right Chun -chun, in the uh, middle. Yeah. Okay. Whereas my sibling was always like top few. And my mm. parents used to compare us. <sighs> so I was like, yeah, she's Send the outstanding one. I'm the average person. Mm. But after that opened my mind, I was like, I can be outstanding. I then went on to become a straight A student, a scholar, and I could excel in everything that I put my mind to it. The key thing is I put my mind to it la, and mm. I work hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's my belief. My self-belief is that I can be outstanding, so I will regret if I was average. Mm. Now that I know that. But if I hadn't known that or discovered that, then maybe I would have just, you know, self-console myself. It's okay to be mm. average. It's okay to be 20 out of 40. Yeah, everyone must take a place. I'm here so that someone else doesn't need to take that place. Oh my god, that is an idea. <laughs> I have to tell myself that. Wow, okay. Right, someone has to be in that place. Okay, okay. Fair, fair, fair. Interesting. Yeah. But I think the uh, one keyword is you must work hard also. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. it's not just visualizing thinking and you know, visualizing yeah, yeah. is not enough, right? Yeah. But but I, I get I get I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Um I think if you ask me that at, at 20, at 30, at 40, at 50, I might have different answers. Mm. That's that's maybe my view on it, right? Uh, but before that, we also must understand what we mean by average. Ah, uh, mm. yeah, we never define. We need to define because average is very subjective. Remember, I think it was a few years ago, an article for this, I think this guy that needed help. And I think he went on one of those uh, websites where you can donate to him. And he was saying that, you know, he was unable to pay for his house, his car and his kids for education. Turns out he stays in a semi-D. He has a Ferrari and his kids go to international schools. Mm. That's right? why I cannot And for afford. him, that's average because mm. his friends were wealthier. 
Mm. Right? But everybody else, clearly he got publicly shamed because, well, where he is. Yeah. For him, that's average though. If you look at it at his point of view. So we need to also define what we mean by average. Right? So is that then valid? Okay. So I think I think mm. the, the discussion is between absolute average, right? That means we oh, national take, average. Take, right? Yeah, yeah, taking the whole statistics, right? Are you the average? Right. So that is the absolute average. And the other one is relative average, right? Relative mm. to the people mm. around you, given your life scenario, you are the average one. Right. Yeah. So where where are we taking this? And in all fairness my mind on average moves on a day-to-day basis mm. even before mm. even talking about this topic right mm. that, that we mm. were talking about because you i'm lucky that firstly i have a job and mm. nowadays in in singapore i think today straight time just came out to say i think 22 percent claimed some sort of no no work compensation or something no pay compensation something mm. along these lines which is no shame i think in we need to ex- yeah we do need to expand uh, some level of social support, yeah. right? Because it's it, it, that's a different discussion, but yes, correct. Uh, yeah, no, no shame on that. But I think it just goes to the point where having a job nowadays is actually a a good thing. Mm. But at the same time, maybe your your friends are earning more than you, so you don't feel that. So on an absolute level, yes, I'm lucky, but I know there's one step more I can go, and therefore I feel I should get there. Mm. So now I feel like I'm average or mm. even below average. Okay. So should we go for the sake of this discussion? The average being where our eyes is looking at and hence the average within that sphere of vision. Okay. Or yep. should we then go with national statistic average? I think I think the first discussion is more interesting. The eye, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. everyone looks at it yep. differently. Yes, yes. I think that is a more interesting. Although I understand to have an objective discussion, you want the kind of national average. But, but in reality, and for most people, mm, and you guys listening yes. uh, to this podcast, it's probably where we are viewing. So yes. it's within our vision. Uh, amongst your kawan-kawan, right? A whole bunch of you like, you are the average one, you're not outstanding. You know, mm. all that. I think I think that is a more valuable discussion today. Yes. Yeah. 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 And if I were to answer that question, then i probably say I would not regret being average. Is it because your, your vision is too yeah. up there? It's a Ferrari. Very uh, awesome. It's the same right. me, right? You just said you got the most average person. Yeah. I did not say that. He said that. <laughs> eh, did I say that? <laughs> yes, you did. Um, and, and for me, I would, in, in my kawan-kawan, in my, um, you know, just my circle, if I am the average or the below average one is great for me because then I get to learn. I get to, you know, do new things. And oh, that's a great for, for me, that's my mindset when you look at kawan-kawan or anything else. Um, and I want to talk about that, but the other topic that I think we should get on is as well is, right, well, right what I said at the start, at 20, what do I mean by average? At 30, what do I mean by average? At 40, what do I mean by average, right? Mm. Um, at 20, I didn't want to be average. No way, Jose, right? Mm. Um, I want to be the best. I want to excel at everything and I'll keep going until I get there. Nothing is going to stop me like a bullet train. But as responsibilities come in, you realize other priorities. Mm. It's like, you know, when you're a kid, you want a Rolex or you want a Ferrari or you want an Aston Martin. Uh, uh, really? Or... I thought kids just want to watch Digimon. <laughs> when oh, I was a kid. Want Digimon these days. <laughs> no, no, it's what? Upin, Lupin, or Didi Louis. and Friends or something. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah, yeah. But okay, coming back to the point at hand. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, tw- 20, I want to do the best. Right at thirty, I valued my time. At twenty, mm. I didn't. I'm, I work constantly. My body could take it. This and that. As you grow older, um, you you know you like okay. I'm dedicating this amount of hours to work. I'm getting, dedicating this amount of hours to meet my friend. I'm dedicating X number to travel and relax. And at that point in time, that means I don't move as fast in my career, mm. for example, and therefore I lag back compared to my friends. That's okay because I have other priorities in. Mm. 
in my life. So then you will not regret. Yeah. Because that is a, a keyword in the yeah. discussion, right? Will and you I, regret? Yeah. I, and I probably wouldn't at that point in time because mm. I have other priorities that I'm happy with. Mm. Right? Mm. But at 20, looking back, right? If at 20, I didn't um, quit my PwC job. Right? I didn't start my company. Didn't learn what I learned there and, and took that leap of faith, which ultimately ended in failure anyways. Mm. But the learnings that came from it, I felt, even though set me back from my friends who were, you know, earning a lot more than me. I was earning measly $500 a month. Um, oh yeah, startup life, uh, very hard. So, yeah, startup life, very right? Very call, yes. But for me, at that point in time, I looked at it as less on monetary point of view in, in terms of being mm. average, more on what I'm learning on a day-to-day basis. Mm. And mm. I don't regret that at all. Okay, okay, fair, fair. I like that point of view. If you're mm. average, then you can you can see upwards and aspire upwards. Mm. I've mm. never really thought of it. Isn't that an average person's viewpoint? Wow. wow. You just have Bring to go home, there, right? right? <laughs> That's what you said. Wow, right? right? I'm 20. Someone must fit the place. I'm just echoing your view in a different context. That's an average person's viewpoint. Wow, I average so I can look up. Right, yeah. But okay, let me hash out my... <laughs> Before she quit, uh, let, let, let me let Actually, me. Next time you can do a compilation. Many times, don't yeah, root her eyes, eyes in all the time. Next time, totally go viral. Like, yeah, so that won't go viral. But yeah, so um, I think I think the question, the interesting part about this question is that there are two parts, right? First thing is your outcome, right? Which is mm. average, right? That means you are in the middle of the pack in the assume average that you are in, right? Because that's how we mm, define the assume, the assume average, average that you're in, right? Correct. So so that is that is the average, right? So that is the outcome. But the key word is the regret. Like, will you regret, regret it, right? And so in my point of view, when I think about this question, right, for a long time, I was like, yeah, la, cannot be average. La. Why be average? Right? Yeah, you got to do yourself a disservice being average. But as I develop as a person and try many different things and, and da, 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 then I realized that actually what I believe is a little bit more on the other side of like, I have the opportunity to be outstanding. I should do it. Right. And by extension from there, then I will be able to see how far I can go. So I don't want to regret or do a disservice to myself for my potential progress. Right. That, that is uh, my, my take. So you don't regret the outcome, but yeah. you regret not having tried. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I think I think there's a lot of a lot of people out there. Like a lot of people mm. when, when I talk to them, they're like, yeah, if I could be like you, uh, or if you know, if I could, uh, don't uh, don't be like me, okay? That's the first thing, huh? Right, don't don't idolize, huh? <laughs> and uh like this is a never financial advice, right? Right. Like, who who no, said no. it? Entertainment, yeah, yeah. Entertainment purposes yeah, yeah, yeah. only, right? Correct, don't, correct. don't, uh, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I'm nowhere near what you want me to be. Whatever in your head, uh, uh, right? So so that is that. They um, say don't meet your heroes, yeah, right? Yeah, this yeah. is what don't, yeah, yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> No, that day I was at the gym and then someone asked me, Are you the financial coconut? I was like, Whoa, whoa, I'm just gyming here. <laughs> like, like not that you cannot say hi, you can say hi, but I don't know how to react. Okay, but anyway, that's a different discussion. So so I think for a lot of people out there, their regret is not in the outcome that they are in, but it's in their the lack of trying. Lack of trying yep. at the point in time. So then when they look back at it, it's like, oh, yeah. What if? If only I had tried, mm. would today be different? True, but the subject here is average though, right? Yeah. So not so below average, is it? Do they think that they're average in mm. this case because they haven't tried mm. 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 and mm. therefore having those regrets, right? I think that's mm. another point. Yeah, I met a, a CFO. So I was um, 
you know, back in my so random. Uh, oh, I met CFO the other day. <laughs> <laughs> but back in my previous life <laughs> as an auditor, yeah, yeah, very average, very average, huh? yeah. Okay, so back in my previous life as an auditor, um, obviously I want to do you know CFA and what they call Chartered Financial Analyst, mm. right? It's a it's a certification you need to do. Which like is very hard to get, yeah, yeah, very yeah. hard to get. Mm. And so you go for these meetups, so on and so forth, and you create clicks to study together, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I met a CFO who has finished level three, but he comes back for the for the community, and he helps you with with your um, you know studies and etc. We started speaking, and I said, oh, you know, right, I'm thinking about you know running a startup at, at this point in time. This was 2016, 2015, um, and he was like, you know what, Rakesh, do it. And he said, though, I'm now at 40 something. I have a wife. I have two kids. I cannot afford to leave. And I hate my job. Mm. But I cannot afford to take any pay cut because if I move into a different industry, I will start from scratch. Mm. And then your level is already here. So without a doubt, you can see it in his face. Regretted mm. not trying something a lot younger because mm. he was chasing excellence. I like what you said earlier on about how at each stage or at each age. The answer might differ as well. Mm. Yeah. I think because we are predominantly, I, I would guess like most of our audience are between 20 to 40. 25 so to 38 around there. Yeah, yes. so yeah. these 30s, oh, yeah. 40s, right? This group, right? We're at this stage of life whereby it's all about that pressure. Pressure to excel, pressure to be the best. And so hence, pressure. we may regret being average mm. because yeah. it could be a signal that we haven't tried hard enough mm. and that we didn't try hard enough. Right. But then later on, as we go into our 50s and 60s, where our physical limits may then start to be a bit more obvious. Don't say no lah, huh? Last time you Have leave, one. I went 20 kg, no issues. No then now one. you leave, ah, ah. No, now the NTUC thing. buy the 10 kilo rice, come back, you also tablet tahan already. Oh my goodness, what just happened? Yeah, yeah. When you yeah. drink on a Friday night, you need Saturday, Sunday to recover. Exactly. Right? I mean, let's be honest, guys. Last, last time it's like Friday, Saturday, both days. Yeah, yeah. Like, Sunday, guys, don't sleep choose. Monday. Let's go. Yeah. No, cannot. cannot really cannot. Really, yeah, really. At a certain stage in life when we start to be more aware yeah, of yeah. these, We're a boomer then show people now. will be mm. less uh, harsh on themselves at having mm. regretted being average. And like what you said, um, they may be average in some parts, but not the others. Mm. You probably don't regret being average in one aspect because maybe on a family side, you have a beautiful family. That's not average at all because some families have so many complicated problems, mm. right? Yep. But you don't. So you realize and recognize that you have this privilege, you have this blessing here and hence something's got to give. You can't be 100% everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that because I feel like at some point you will start to realize that you as a person is not one facet. Yes. Right? And and more often than not, as to why is it defined this way, like family, career, or this, this why is it segregated this way? That is a different discussion. But mm. more often than not, you are segregating your lives into different baskets right? or Correct. different buckets, right? Like whether you have a loving family, whether you have a successful career, whether you have a great friendship, whether you have a good body, you know, all that is kind of... And at some point, you need to realize that in order to succeed in a few of them, others need to be average yes. or even be low average. Yeah. What's the opportunity cost? Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and I think I think that's the part that a lot of people struggle with. And I have said this again, I want to repeat it, right? Don't copy from successful person A how to do career, copy from successful person B how to do family, <laughs> copy from successful person C how to do fitness, and then think you can be the product called ABC. I believe that if person ABC does not exist as a full person in totality, mm. this person is not real. 
Yeah. Right? Because in order to pursue career success A, you gotta, Nothing's gotta give. Yeah, you gotta give. Of course. Yeah. You gotta give. You gotta have no time for maybe your family a bit less or, you know, for, for your friends a bit less. Uh, that's why most of your friends end up as your workplace people. I like what you said earlier on about how you may, you wouldn't regret either because of the number of hours, right? Could you... I mean, you said that before we started recording, but could, do you want to put that in again? Um, yeah. Um, and, and so, for example, you know, in your 20s, when you have less responsibilities and still growing up, um, and still figuring out what you want to do, et cetera, et cetera, you will spend whatever it is, seven days a week working, as I did with my startup, so on and so forth. And you keep going because time value of time value or you know the opportunity cost of time isn't there but as you progress you realize other priorities mm. right like what i said you know at 20s you might want to buy a ferrari or you want to you're know, at 16 you said i'm going to be that guy owning a gcb uh buying 20, a, a ferrari not bad lah got some toyota car four wheels you got car good enough one like they say by the 50s got some scooter very good already right and at that point in time your your priorities differ right because you realize actually you know what the car thing doesn't make me happy right and and putting in 20 hours at work doesn't make me happy exactly Right, the car thing. So that's monetary. Then there's time. And time is so, so important. Like what Reggie, you were saying, right? It's opportunity cost and purely on time alone. Mm. Whatever you do, you need to put in the time, mm. right? Um, and if you take a look at, I mean, a simple example is say Michael Jackson, right? He got really famous at a young age. Very, very young age from the Jackson 5s. But he didn't have a childhood. Mm. He didn't have a childhood at all. Most His of time, them. Most of yeah, them. Don't most have, of them. Yeah. And if you carry on what he's been doing in Neverland That's and everything else. That's why he's so messed up after yeah, that. Yeah. Right, it's right. got effects, right? Yeah. On my era, I would look at Britney. Mm, yes. Mm, Britney's so messed up for a period of time, right? So is, all the long, all the discussion. That's a different discussion. So is, is Britney average? Is Britney successful, right? It, it, if you look at different point of views, it's also very, very different. Mm. I think the other side of the discussion is also like, what about below average? Mm. Actually, right. I want to bring up one thing yeah. first. I, I love the below average point. But- Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's something in us going to school in Singapore, et cetera, that I think is ingrained in us to be successful. Mm. And, and, I, and I don't see a problem with that, but please go for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying like that is ingrained in us. That's culturally ingrained in mm. us, mm. right? Growing up, you have to be the top 10% to go into EM1 and then there's a whole hoo-ha about it. Yeah, but you see someone needs to be at the 20th. <laughs> that's you lah. <laughs> I went out. Mm. I went out. I think that shapes who you are mm. as you're mm. growing up. But that slowly changes when you realize, hey, you know what? Study is not really the, the only thing in life. Mm. But at the age of 0 to 20, that's really all you do, right? And realize that's that. Yeah, and I would argue that actually, these kind of ideas, right? They develop when you don't succeed. 
Mm. Yes. When you are on the high, when you are moving, it's like go go go, right? Like what I say mm. lah, I was yeah. in tears, so I tell myself someone has to take that. Yeah. Page, right? so, so, and, and no, and and I'm not saying that in a sense that it is inferior. No, I'm just saying that everybody needs stories to live. You know, so so if you are not succeeding, then you have to have these kind of stories to support you. You know, to 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 live. If not, you change another game, lah, right? If you change another game and you start to succeed, right? Then your the stories in your head will shift. And that's what I've experienced, right? From a shit show, um, I, I hold on to certain stories to, to live, right? But as I move up, what people will call success, then the stories change, you know? Mm. Whatever that sits in my head start to develop. Like, hey, actually, mm, like that, mm, uh, you know, it's, it, it changes, yep. right? And, and I think that's something that, that, it, that is important to, for people to, to recognize, which is, where I, which is where I think a big part of the, the regret elements start to come in, you know, like, like down the road, then you realize, that, oh yeah, maybe it could have been this, could have been that, which is all true, all valid, but... I think oh. also to expound on that, right? Mm. Because regret is ultimately an emotion, mm. right? How come the... the uh, what's that movie again? We always quote that movie. The, inside the, Out. Yes, Inside In, Out. Oh, Love Inside How Out. How yes. regret is not one of the... Uh, there, is, there is a technical definition to emotions. Oh, so it's a blend Re- of something. Regret is not based upon that technical definition. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah. So so the, the five emotion, there is some some psychologist, I can't remember who, he defined it that way. Right, right, yeah, right. But, okay. Yeah, but at the end of the day, fundamentally, regret is an emotion, right? Mm. And I think if we disconnect that from, from the outcome, mm. or you disconnect the feeling of regret, negative uh, to the word average, you can be happy being average. Mm-hmm. You can be happy being average doing doing something that brings you joy, but yet you're average in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I have a story for that. Um, I was I loved dancing as a kid, mm-hmm. right from young actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but then my very first CCA was Chinese dance because last time I don't have hip hop or all that. Okay, my era different. I know now here. So I was in Chinese dance and it required the female dance, and it was all female by the way. It required us to be able to split. I could not split. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could not. I only achieved my first ever split in uni. Mm. Yeah. But my the people around me could split. So I'm one of the very few. I below average, long, mm. not even average. Yeah. Okay. But and as a kid, it affected me so much because how come she got the front yeah. row and I'm just the tree behind? Because I cannot split. Mm. Not below average. Very so good. They never put you behind the scene. Nah. Yeah, I'm the, the I'm the last, <laughs> la, the furthest from the okay. front stage, okay. long. How come mm. I cannot split ma? Yeah. So I gave up. Right, and then later on in sec- uh, in uni, I was like, actually, why I give up? Like what you said, regret not trying, right? So I went for mm, it again. But this time, I was more conscious that I'm probably an average dancer. Mm. And because I, and I told that myself that story probably to live through it, all I wanted to do was pass the audition, get into the dance club. I don't have to be casted as the lead, but I just want a position, mm, you know? Mm. And those stories that I told myself helped me to enjoy the whole dance journey mm, so mm. I enjoyed dancing even though I was never cast as the lead I think I only probably got like sub lead once or twice so I was really was average or below average dancer but I loved it mm. and it made me happy and I never regretted any of it mm. I never regretted spending so much time like my mom used to ask me why are you spending so much time on dance it's not like you're going to be a dance instructor it's not like that pays mm. you right it's not like going to be a professional dancer and I was just like it just makes me happy yeah 
and I yeah. didn't regret any of the time I invested mm. in dance or money because it costs money to go for all the dance class and everything yes, as well. Yes, yeah, yes. So I think if we disconnect our identity and we accept that there are certain limitations, yep. mm. we can be happy and not feel any regret at being average or yeah. below average. Yeah. Yeah, fair, fair. I, I totally agree. But I, I also want to add another texture to this discussion, right? Where I think a lot of times when people think about regret, right? There's a certain sense of hopelessness. You know, like I cannot mm. go back and turn and change things. Mm. And I can't do anything right. now I can't, about yeah, it. Yeah. So, no, and, and then that's the second facet, right? The first part is, yeah, you know, what has happened has happened. I cannot do any changes to it. Mm. And a lot of people stop there. And that is where the regret will manifest very significantly. Like the CFO story. La. Yeah, but actually, if you are, you already mm. accept where are you now today, um, what you can do changes to where are you now, right? Like you cannot change the past, but you can adjust for the future. Correct. Right? And, and I think these two things are not mutually exclusive. Like you can accept where are you today and, you know, make the changes and hope for a better future or work towards mm. a better future, right? And, and that's the part where I think when a lot of people entertain this idea of regret, um, there's always this element of like hopelessness, you know, like I don't really want, although I do say hope is not a plan. Yes, hope is not a plan, yeah. But hope ke keeps you going on some level, right? And and I think that's the part where, you know, if you think about it, yeah, you can actually make those changes today and and adding to what you say, like even if you're average, so what, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you choose your battles. There are certain things that you would love to be average, you know, uh, certain things you want to, be extraordinary and I think and I thought things to be below average yeah it's fine right so as long as you are comfortable where where you are I think that's okay and I think mm. regret does come with the expectation and the performance the difference of it there's one element of that and also an element of hopelessness that I you cannot do any changes I think that's where the vision also comes in you know mm. because if you ask me that question right I'm very sensitive about my weight and my figure mm. but yet but that's because my vision right mm is where I see the perfect. There are a lot of mm. like, you know, influencers and real women and mothers I know who have amazing bodies who don't even look like their mom, where's that mom pouch and everything. And then at the other extreme, I see also those where if you look and you know that, mom, yeah, mom, real mom. you can see the mom <laughs> pouch, you know, they're busy, haggard, no time to exercise, don't time look after their, themselves because they're running around with the, uh, after the kids all the time. I see that in my view and hence like, I look at where I want to be and because this is my average line, right? So I just aim to be somewhere here. I'm not here, but I'm just somewhere above average and I'm happy. Hmm. Maybe then we might, he define, what is he looking at? No, it doesn't matter to him. Yeah, maybe right. because, so right? he doesn't have a skill. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's why. No, maybe to him, he is average or above average because he's mm. like, but you and him, you're looking at different lines. Mm, but, but I think to, to bring it back, right? What we've been talking about today is, is very, very subjective. Mm. It's very, very inward looking. If, if you think of it that mm, way. Mm. The average line is whatever you define to be exactly. your average line. Exactly. It's like assume average. Right? We're yeah, going with that yeah. definition. It's, it's, it's whatever you define to be your average line. And as long as you play out your priorities and realize that something's got to give and something you want to excel in because that's your P0 as opposed to other things which are your P3 or P4. And as long as you play within that line, you can then therefore define and be okay with being average. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. And I think also I want to add, right? As a parent, we need to recognize, unfortunately, that not every child is going to be excellent. No, I think even as adults, you need to realize <laughs> that you're not excellent. Yeah, right? but I mean, like, different. Because adults, yeah, yeah. we are capable of 
moderating ourselves, telling mm. stories for ourselves. Okay. But the kids can't. Okay, so okay. as a parent, we need to also recognize, as much as we would love to think our kid is the next president or the next big world changer, the next rich person. President of Block 455. But we must also acknowledge that. Some of our kids may very well turn out to be average. Mm-hmm. And we need to learn how to how to talk to them better so that they don't view that as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like what you said, mm-hmm. I think it comes in helping the kid recognize that, hey, there are many different facets, many different areas. You may be average like my 20 out of 40 in school, in your academics, but you're a great basketballer. Mm-hmm. You're a great musician. And we need to help our kids through that so that later on as they then become adults, they can tell these mm-hmm. stories to themselves because what we say to our kids now become their inner voice later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. the, I mean, the other thing is, from what I understand, it could be the mothers that want them to be better than, and they yeah, are happy correct, with it. Or the correct. parents that want them to be better mm-hmm. because they want the kid to be the best at everything. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. we have to be careful not to of push that, that too much yeah. or so. Yeah, not not that, I, I, think, I think a lot of parents need to realize, although I'm not a parent, right? But what's the probability? The probability, the highest probability is your kid will turn out like you. Right, so that is mm. the highest problem. And if you have not cracked yeah, a lot if, of the what problems, what if the parent both extreme left, opposite is a threat, right? Uh, why one very successful, one below average, then the kid ends up like, depends who, on who who, depends who on they hang out with more. Who's genes? Like, I think, <laughs> I think on, okay, that that is genome, that, that's that's genetics, right? But that's epigenetics, yeah, right? Yeah, Which yeah, is yeah. a different the discussion. But the, and and that would I think a lot of times depend on who spends more time with the kid. Yeah, right. Uh, that's a good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then the the kind of ideas Which that sometimes that might be the below average because. Totally. Outstanding, no time. It's outside, man. Huh? <laughs> busy working. Right, yeah, and then and then you come back, and then you and then you look at kids like, why are you so cha cha? Right? Yeah, but actually, because you never spend more time with with, with the kid, your whoever, whoever your spouse is, which in your worldview is inferior or below average or different from you, spends more time with the kid. I think as we need to recognize this, like, It's a very important point that I think a lot of times we beat ourselves up for being average or below average mm. because we only look at one thing mm. and we forget mm. that hey, we are we also have other strengths. We also have other things in life and no one, right? as you rightfully pointed out, no one is 100% ABC. No mm. such person mm. exists. But yeah, so okay, in closing, I think we have, we have hashed out quite a few angles, which I, I love it. In closing, if let's say our audience already accept that, okay, whatever has happened has happened. Today, I'm where I am. In order not to continue to feel regret, I want to do more. You know, I want to move towards what I want, right? And what would you advise them to do? To be outstanding again. <laughs> Must use that word. Right? Yeah, wow. in, in whatever that wow. you are going for, because I don't think everybody is aiming for the same thing, right? So, so yeah, if someone wants to be outstanding in whatever that they aim for, uh, what 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 would be a advice that you have for them? My advice would be to try, but mm. you need to try knowing what the opportunity cost is. So mm. I'll give an example. Um, in my work with a lot of people, so I I, I do weight loss. Uh, and I help people lose weight, right? So in that line of work, I always see that people have very idealistic expectations, mm. but they're not willing mm. to. And they regret. No. They're like, oh, I miss my prepartum body. Or they're like, I wish I was 45 kg again. And then I ask them this question, in what year were you last 45 kg? Mm. Then mm. they say, oh, uh, 2000. <laughs> My face just changed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, not like they see my face, but it's it's true, right? Because your expectations have to align with what you're willing to do to get there. So whenever I encounter cases like that, I always tell them, okay, so this is your goal. This is your dream, your ideal. 
But to get there, you need to, like a 20 years ago thing, you need to get your metabolism back to where it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Are you willing to do that? And then you ask, what does it take to do that? And when I tell them about what, in, what needs to be done to get their metabolism back there, obviously you can't undo time, you can't go back to when you were a kid and puberty and metabolism very, very high. But there are some things you can do to slowly make it, to speed yeah. it up, right? And when I tell them those steps, most people are not willing to do it. Mm. Yeah, so mm. I think if you regret... Because your eye is set on the line, but you need to recognize that you need certain effort, what you need to do to, to try and get there, what you need to give up as well. Mm. Sometimes it could be in the term, in mm. terms of weight, giving up chocolates or your favorite roti prata and everything to get there. And if you're not willing to do that, then either shift your line or get rid of that regret. Mm. Accept. Mm. Yeah, that would be my advice. My advice is if you want to be out, outstanding in something that you're currently not in, you need to give up something else. Mm. So really looking at your life, and I'm going to look at this very holistically, looking at your life, put in your priorities, put in your motivations, put in where you want to spend time. And where you notice that time is going to be spent, more often than not, the most time for the, pro for the topic that you want is probably where you're going to excel in, is, is mm. what I believe in. Mm. And I think you should be accepting of that because... Where you're putting in the time is so personal. It's I. It's mm. innately identity. Like it's your identity. Mm. So that's what you have to accept, mm. and that can change year on year. Um, and just going through this revision process as as each as each self will grow ourselves personally. Yeah, I you know there's this motivational saying that um if you look at the most successful people and then they throw in all the successful ones right. Mm. Bam, bam, bam. I'm not going to name names because our version of successful people might not be the same as everyone else. But they name the names and then they will tell you, you know what you and them have in common? 24 hours. Rubbish. But no. the, it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's true. a fact, right? That but I mean, fact, that but... being a motivational <laughs> uh, speech or whatever you call it, yeah. mm -hmm. if you reverse it on the other end, it also is a personal choice. Mm. It also shows the limitations mm. because mm. they can choose to put in 20 hours and hence you admire them for their success that comes from that 20 hours every day times seven. Mm. But you are only willing to put in one hour. Mm. I, I have no right, honestly, I feel I have no right to admire the mom who looks fantastic and not like a mom at all because she exercises so much yeah, more than me. Yeah, because she don't have a full-time job. Maybe. Right. And, and she it, has, or mm. maybe her full-time job is in fitness. Yeah. Uh, so she so spends she's more at the time. gym half the time. If you're at the gym half the time and if you're not fit, I won't ever sign up with you. Yeah. <laughs> and also no, maybe right. because yeah, like, I mean, what is this? <laughs> right. So, and that's the part that I think needs to be highlighted because yeah. a lot of times we look at the outcome. Yes. Mm. Right. But we never look at the process yeah. and what it takes. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of these people, it's not the same 24 hours. Yes. They got a thousand people under them chonging, yeah. right? And they take a part of all their success right so it's not the same 24 hours wake up from that kind of delusional ideas right but it is not wrong to say that you have 24 hours mm. right and yes. within your capacity what are you gonna do how are we gonna allocate how are you gonna budget. allocate yeah how are you gonna budget yeah, it budget out right? yeah, fgbudgetbait.com yeah. <laughs> I did actually know I don't know about time budgeting <laughs> yeah yeah but, but, but it's fair no, time budgeting is key it's, it's key. key very thing, right? very important yeah. so I think for me right um, I got a very very simple thing a very practical one you better make sure your goal your success the person that you want to emulate is real and you go and talk to them and then you follow them like a dog as much as possible. Learn, suck up everything, and then take it from there. Just because don't get the the what's that 
cloth ก็ไฮเลยอ่าเนี่ยโดนดิสเตอร์แบกลาเซ่ไรท์เดย์มัสต์บีวิลลิงไรท์เดย์มัสต์บีวิลลิงไรท์เดย์มัสต์บีวิ